You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Frida's world. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. And as always, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful week so far. So to keep up with the tradition of sharing a highlight of the week, my highlight of the week this week is, I mean, it's not as in-depth as the weeks before, but it's still significant if you ask me. My highlight is that so far this week has run smoothly, knocking on wood. Um, I haven't really had much drama go on this week you know i've been able to show to show up to work do what i need to do go home i was scheduled to have meetings after work every day this week and so far each day the meetings have been canceled so that allowed me to i guess have some me time in a sense so i was able to take the long way home I stopped in, you know, a couple of craft stores because I'm getting into crafts again. And I was just able to, you know, get home, um, turn on the Netflix for a little bit and just really, you know, wind down, I guess. And that doesn't really happen very often, especially my son is away. So I'm trying to, you know, take advantage of all the time that I can to have this me time. But because I am who I am, I've instead, you know, I'm scheduling, you know, appointments and scheduling, um, you know, interviews every single day. I'm like overworking myself when I really should be relaxing. So I guess the cancellations that took place this week, I'm not upset about them whatsoever. It allowed me to reset a little bit. You know, I had fallen off of the last two seasons of Grey's Anatomy and I've been trying to, I've been catching up on them slowly but surely um as of monday night so i don't know that's my highlight of the week you know you got to get in your me time and your self-care time however you can for some people it's going to the spa for me it's catching things on netflix and having time to sit down and think about my next steps as stressful as that might be for some people ironically enough that's my self-care so that is my highlight of the week so for today's topic, I wanted to discuss politics in the workplace. And as we are, I guess you could say we're in, we're not really approaching. It's 2019, presidential election is 2020. So we're pretty much in election season, you know, as the debates are happening, people are, you know, talking more and more about the candidates and their platforms and people are discussing more and more hot button issues here in America. We are in the midst of election season. And so I'm sure you guys have heard uh, at some point the saying, don't talk politics or religion in the workplace. And funny enough, the same thing goes for dates. If you're going on a date, people do not talk about politics or religion. I guarantee you it will not go well for you. <laughs> I have, you know, as I'm, I guess, going on a tangent, I've been on several dates, you know, in the last few years that involve some, you know, the guy bringing up some sort of political topic or religious, I don't know, 
commentary that totally turned me off. And so if you are looking to sabotage yourself on a date, talk about politics or religion. But I digress. So, you know, for the most part, employees at the workplace, we we tend to abide by this unspoken rule. You know, we unless you're working in an environment that is political, people don't tend to really engage in in-depth conversations at the workplace until election year, as we are currently in. So I was a government politics major at St. John's University, Queens campus. Shout out to St. John's, shout out to the Red Storm. And I'm also Haitian American, which means politics is in my blood. But however, even with all of this political background, I have learned early on not to engage in political discussions at work. You know, what can start off as a harmless comment about a political candidate or a platform can quickly turn hostile. And so as we are in, you know, this election year, it's, you know, debates are taking place again. It's a little hard to keep your thoughts and opinions to yourself. And, you know, it's it's pretty easy to see yourself or to find yourself engaging in political discourse at the workplace. You know, somebody can ask you, hey, did you see the debates last night? What did you think? Who's your candidate of choice so far? You know, you might say Elizabeth Warren, you know, like there's it's so easy to fall into the trap. What I call it, it's inevitable. The other thing, too, as I say all the time and will continue to say, we spend most of our time in the workplace with our coworkers, with our supervisors. So it's at some point we are going to start talking about, you know, what we saw on TV last night or, you know, where I guess where we are on the spectrum when it comes to politics. It's going to happen. And to an extent, it's fine to talk about it. It's, ta- it's fine to talk about the presidential candidates. It's fine to, you know, casually talk about the platforms, etc. But I think where you need to be careful and where my advice, um, you know, (laughs) is leaning toward is basically to not engage in the deep conversations about politics and, you know, your political affiliations and, you know, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. It's those deep conversations that will land you in trouble. Why? Well, for one, you don't need to be turning up with your coworkers or supervisors at work. These political debates turn into real heated debate and you don't, that's not the place for it. That's not the platform for it. You also don't want your coworkers or supervisors forming opinions about you and your work product or work ethic solely based on your political affiliations or your political perspectives. And, you know, whether we want to agree with this or not, it happens and it's going to happen. I can tell you, I've seen firsthand how the shift takes place once you find out somebody's a Trump supporter at your job. And, you know, in one of my, you know, in my former um, places of employment during, you know, election year, the uh, Trump election year, um, you know, people didn't necessarily discuss whether or not they were Trump supporters, you know, as openly, I guess, until after he won. At that point, we started to figure out and we started to find out who the Trump supporters were. And I'll tell you the, you know, the discourse around these individuals, the perception about these individuals did change to some extent. You know, when they would give their opinion on uh, on on something work related, comments would fly out. Well, of course, you would think that you're a Trump supporter. You know what I mean? And so although for me, you know, 
I am not a Trump supporter. And I think that people who are Trump supporters, I mean, I don't know. It's a little hard for me to really say because I know some good people, genuinely good people who work hard that are Trump supporters. And, you know, for whatever reason, people decide to go that way. It is what it is. I don't think it's the best way for America. I think that Trump has proven time and time again that he is not for the people. But at the end of the day, you know, this is my podcast. I can say what I want. You can follow me or not follow me. However, I probably will not be sharing my opinions about, you know, the president um, in the workplace because I don't know who's a Trump supporter and who's not a Trump supporter. I don't know, you know, if my supervisor's a Trump supporter. And to be very honest, I shouldn't really care so much because my job does not require me to, you know, to know whether or not my supervisor's a Trump supporter or not. I think where the issue lies, though, is that when you're, share, you know, when you're sharing your political affiliations and when you're, you know, adamant about who it is that you voted for, or, you know, or you're adamant about the, you know, the presidency and, you know, you're disagreeing with what other people are saying about whether or not Trump is doing good or Trump is doing bad. I feel like that does create tension within the workplace and you start to treat your coworkers differently and your, uh, your coworkers start to treat you differently. They start to think that maybe, you know, your perspective is a little bit skewed because of who you align with politically. And again, unless you are working in an environment that is political and that requires you to share your perspectives and opinions and, 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 and you know, your perspectives and, and opinions affect or reflect your work product or, or what you're supposed to be doing, um, you it's there's no place for it in the workplace because you're in a sense creating your own hostile work environment, whether it be for yourself or whether it is for your fellow co-workers. So you have to be really, really careful to not do that. You know, we live in a society right now that is hypersensitive. You cannot, as much as there's free speech, there is, there is no such thing as free speech unless you want to be judged heavily for what you say. You know, back in the day in the workplace, people used to gather around the water cooler and, you know, the the racists used to spit out their racist rhetoric. They didn't believe that it was racist, you know, because they, you know, whenever you throw a joke in front of anything, it's supposed to neutralize it, right? But people would make their, you know, their jokes that were borderline racist or full-blown racist, sexist. People were demeaning women. People were making, you know, crude comments at the water cooler or at their desks. People were saying whatever crossed their mind. But in today's society, you know, there is a strong push to create safe work environments, safe spaces for everyone. You know, the anti-harassment policies are running rampant, especially in New York City. You know, there, you know, the workplace has to adopt um, anti-harassment policies and trainings have to be done. You know, just yesterday, I actually conducted a anti-harassment, sexual harassment um, training at the workplace. And it's interesting because that's where I got the inspiration for today's show. As I was conducting the training, you know, we were watching a couple of videos that were made in, I think, the 80s, but they were still relevant today. You know, there was one video that depicted two co-workers talking about Mexicans. One co-worker was complaining about how Mexicans are taking all the jobs and how, you know, there needs to be something, you know, that needs to be done with respect to um, immigration and whatnot. And, you know, 
there there happened to be a Mexican employee, U.S. citizen, that was like behind the wall and heard everything. And that made her feel, you know, bad about herself. That that made her feel like, you know, she was in a working environment that was not conducive to her, that did not support her, that did not care for her, that did not include her. And also in that video, there were comments by random people who, you know, I think contractors or whatever that were making comments about, you know, what do you call a Mexican who, you know, gets in a boat or whatever the joke was. But the point is he made this guy made the comment to the woman who happened to be Mexican and was just like, oh, you know, I'm joking. It's just a joke. Well, in today's society, you can't joke around like that, especially at the workplace. We're all there for a common goal. Make money and get out. Right. And unfortunately, because of the way the American society is, we have to spend eight plus hours, 10 plus hours in the workplace with each other. And we have different opinions. We have different uh, political affiliations. We have different standpoints, different perspectives. But that's what makes America America. Right. We're in a mosaic. But when we're in the workplace, we have to be careful about offending others and Politics is one of those things that can be very offensive, if not careful, because politics touch, touches on religion. It touches on age. It touches on sex. It, touch, it touches on race. It touches on immigration, national origin, all of these things that are protected classes, um, you know, that's, that's, that's um, discussed within the anti-harassment policies, right? discrimination, all these things, they're embedded in politics. So when we're out here outwardly talking about we need to build a wall, that is offensive and it's discriminatory, right? When we're sitting here talking about um, same-sex marriages, hot button issues, you know, they're part of the political spectrum. They're part of the platforms. The candidates have to talk about them. They have to express their, you know, they have to express their points of view when it comes to these hot button topics. But these hot button issues should not be expressed and discussed in the workplace. We should not be talking about same sex, you know, who, what we believe to be, you know, uh, appropriate unions um, in the world at the workplace. We shouldn't be talking about whether or not we need to be building a wall in the workplace. We shouldn't be talking about, you know, whether or not, um, whether or not, um, People need to be pro-choice or pro-life. These topics, unless you're working in an institution that this is what you need to discuss, or these these are these are the issues that you, that are part of your your work, um, you know your work day. If if it's not like if you're an accountant, why are you why are we having debates about abortion in the workplace? Why are we having debates about whether same-sex marriage should you know is an abomination? Everyone has their own beliefs, you know, and I am of the opinion that people shouldn't force their beliefs on others. So if I am pro-life or I'm pro-choice, my coworker should not be trying to sway me to join their side. That That's not what should be happening in the workplace. And instead, what tends to happen is, you know, when you go off trying to change people's opinions and, you know, at the workplace, you know, regarding political issues, you end up, you know, creating enemies for yourself, to be honest. It's very rare. It's not, well, let me say rare. It's not often that you're going to sit here and hold, hold the actual political debate at the workplace and win souls and win people to your side. That's not what the workplace is for. 
And even outside of the workplace, when you go to the bar crawls or, you know, the happy hours, you're still in a working, co-working relationship with your co-workers and supervisors. So even though you think you're off the clock and you're outside of the parameters or the walls of your workplace, that this no politics, no religion talk should continue because you go out and now you're mixing alcohol. So now you're double heated when you're having this conversation, right? But this is your coworker. You're going to see him the next day. And if there's any type of offending that took place at the bar, the remnants of that is going to be felt the next day. And I've seen coworkers not talk to each other because of a heated you know, political debate. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it to be in a place for eight plus hours with another individual and be hostile towards each other, you know, um, nasty towards each other, or just even if you guys aren't just, ta- you know, you, you're, no, you're no longer speaking to each other. That's tension. There's no reason to create tension over politics. If you want to talk about politics, you know, call your real friends, your friends who who are who are not your coworkers. You know, talk to your siblings, hold a debate with your family members. Do that, but keep your coworkers out of your political debate. Don't get and you don't get sucked in. If you see that there's some sort of, you know, debate happening in the locker room or in the cafeteria, you know, linger around. Somebody asks you a question, you know, hey, did you see the debate? Yeah, I saw the debate. You know, who are you leaning toward? Eh, I like, you know, I like Elizabeth Warren. I like Bernie Sanders. That's cool. But once they start asking, you know, well, what's your platform? What's your opinion on immigration or or the wall? Uh-uh. We're getting into dangerous territory here. I want to I want to still keep a professional working relationship with you. I decline to answer. Or if you don't even want to say all that, just be like, "Listen, I got to get back to work." Or this is getting a little too heated right now. I'll catch you guys later. But don't get sucked in. Don't get engaged. Because people form opinions so quickly about others. And because we're emotional beings, we take things to heart. You know, that one comment, that one disagreement that you have can turn into something serious. Not everyone can, you know take constructive criticism. Not everyone can, you know, engage in a disagreement and agree to disagree. There are many people out here. It's either their way or the highway. And those individuals are lurking in your workplace. Don't don't create an environment for these individuals, you know, negative personality traits to fester and bloom. So with that being said, my advice to you all, as we are in the thick of, you know, uh, election 2020 season, just be mindful when you're at work, um, you know, keep your politics to yourself, you know, keep your profession, you know, your uh, political affiliations to yourself. People don't need to know that you're a Democrat or a Republican. People don't need to know that you're a moderate. You have a close coworker that you're chatting with. That's different, but it just doesn't need to be, you know, uh, public knowledge at the workplace. We're there to do our job, you know, in, in as comfortable of a setting as we can. Being, you know, turned up, high blood pressures in the workplace, all because we're discussing, you know, 2020 Trump, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So with that being said, stay safe, said, I said it right, right? With that being said, <laughs> stay safe in these streets, um, you know, keep your blood pressures low, 
Have a great rest of the work week and I will talk to you guys next week. It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world.